and welcome to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and I appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Bryce Payne, he is here in the studio with me this morning. Hey, Bryce, how's it going? Feeling healthy, wealthy, and wise. Doug, how are you today? I can't complain a bit. Good deal. Well, for those of you who are new to the show, Ray Financial and the Wealth Guardians is a local independent firm that works with folks who are somewhere between 7 and 10 years from retirement or already retired. Most people really don't know how to turn retirement savings into a steady flow of income once they aren't drawing that paycheck anymore. And I focus my practice on retirement income planning. History shows there's two powerful truths when it comes to finances and retirement. Number one, what got you to retirement will not necessarily get you through retirement. And losses mean more than gains in retirement once you aren't drawing that paycheck. Very two good truths there, Doug. And uh, I'd add as well that I want to remind everybody that we practice as fiduciaries at the Wealth Guardians, which simply means we are required to make recommendations that are in your best interest, not ours. And remember, not all advisors operate as fiduciaries. Well, before we get started, as always, I want to salute our military, our first responders and their families for all the sacrifices that you guys uh uh, have and, and do for, for all of us in, in, the, in this country and the community. Absolutely. And Doug, you served and my father gave the ultimate sacrifice. So you and I know as well that families uh, deserve that credit as well. So thank you to all the families out there. Now, in today's show, we're going to be talking about one specific financial decision that practically everyone is going to have to make at some point in their life. And if you make that decision improperly, it could cost you significantly. Well, you know, Bryce, that's right. And we've discussed this topic on the show earlier in the year. The employer-sponsored retirement plan is one of the most popular types of retirement savings plans. Most people at some point in their lives have contributed to some type of employee-type retirement savings plan like the 401k or the 403b. And this type of plan brings many questions and options. And one of the most common questions from folks we meet is with respect to the rollover question, which is, what should I do with my plan once I change employers, separate from service, or retire? Should I roll that money or not? And if so, where and how and what are the advantages and disadvantages of doing it? Very important questions that have a tremendous consequence. Make sure everyone understands the basics of this. We're going to talk about this quite a bit today. When you leave an employer for any reason, the option to take the money out of the retirement savings plan and do something completely different with it becomes available to you. Please understand the decision is very, very big and important. It can have many consequences that's going to affect your retirement and estate planning the rest of your life. In fact, this decision is so vital that the government and many regulatory agencies are getting deeply involved. Absolutely. Uh, Doug, why would the government be getting involved with something like this? Well, first, it's because of the number of people that are involved in this decision and the money involved. Now, get this. In 2012, 3 million American workers rolled over some $289 billion from employee-sponsored retirement plans into an IRA or into their new employee's retirement plan, according to Sorelli Associates, which is a Boston research firm. Well, it's obviously a lot of money. Where did, where did all the money go then? Well, essentially, Bryce, in three different places. About a billion of that $289 billion was rolled into a new employer plan. 
about $84 billion went into self-directed IRAs. But the main portion, approximately $204 billion, was rolled over and managed in IRAs by financial advisors. And, as I'm sure you understand, $204 billion, that ain't small potatoes. No, it's not. In fact, at the end of 2017, IRAs accounted for about 28% of all U.S. retirement assets, which are well over $20 trillion alone. It's a trillion. Yes, a trillion. Okay. With a big T on it. <laughs> so given that amount of money and all that could go wrong, the nation's top regulators and watchdogs, including the Securities and Exchange Commission, the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, as we know, FINRA, and the Labor Department, and even the Government Accountability Offices, the GAO, are putting financial firms and advisors on notice. Do right by retirement savers with their IRA rollovers, and we agree 100%. Too many people are getting incorrect or even bad advice when it comes to a decision with what to do with their money. And that's certainly a shame as retirement savings accounts are generally the biggest retirement asset for most people when they retire. And the second reason that the government's getting involved is because of the number of choices that you have when faced with this decision. Proper education and knowledge of these choices is critically important. Participants in company-sponsored retirement savings plans generally have at least four options when they separate from service. And again, the decision you make is very important and can have many consequences. So, Bryce, let's look at each option in detail, including the advantages, the disadvantages, as well as look at the times when each option is a good fit. And not a good fit. Sounds good. All right. Well, the first option would be people can leave the money in their former employer's plan if, if permitted. Now, that's not the option that we recommend often, but there are some specific circumstances where this absolutely should be done, at least for a portion of the money. So let's look at the advantages and disadvantages of that option. The first advantage is being able to use your current plan's available investment options. So in the case that you specifically like what is available, this isn't usually a reason that people leave their money in their current plan because most of the time you have access to those same funds, the same investments elsewhere, plus I suppose countless more rolling over into an IRA. Now the second, the next advantage might be better creditor protection. This is an interesting one. Leaving your money in a 401k gives you, possibly at least, better protection against creditors. And I'll explain. ERISA plans like a 401k or a 403b, for example, are protected under federal law. But IRAs are protected under state law, which can vary significantly state to state. So it's worth checking the creditor protection in your state for your own IRA. Now, in some states, that protection is virtually as strong as the creditor protection afforded by ERISA, while in other states, it, it very well may not be. So if you, if you need creditor protection, you know, this may be an advantage in leaving it there. Now, third, another possible advantage is access to loans. Now, if you're under age 55 and may need access to your money, you may want to leave some money in your old employer's savings plan. Generally, the biggest advantage to leaving the money in a 401k plan after you retire or separate from service is if you are between the ages of 55 and 59 and a half and you need to use some or all of the money, there is a relatively unknown rule. And that rule says that workers who quit, retire, or separate from service between ages 55 and 59 and who leave their 401k with their former employer they can withdraw money from that account without having to pay the 10% penalty to Uncle Sam. 
That's not the case with an IRA. If you roll your 401k into an IRA and then withdraw money from that account prior to age 59 and a half, you will, there are some exceptions, but generally you will pay a 10% penalty on that distribution. So this can be a huge advantage and a big reason to leave at least some of the money in your current 401k plan if that sounds like that might be your situation. But be very careful when getting advice from financial advisors who tell you to roll over the money to an IRA and then set up what is called a 72T to get money without a penalty. 72T is a very restrictive type of account that can easily handcuff you for a long period of time. If you're trying to use money from your 401k without a penalty, then you want to be really careful about using the 72T rule. Now, if you're between the ages of 55 and 59 and a half, then there is really no reason to set up a 72T. And Doug, I, I think we helped a couple of, uh, of a clients uh, with this very scenario a few years back, didn't we? Indeed we did. Uh, I'll call him Dick. Dick came to us after the 2008 uh, Great Recession. And he had retired prior to 2000, and he was uh, about 56 when he retired. He had a lot of corporate stock in his plan. Found an advisor who sold him on the idea of constant 8% returns in the 72T. Well, not many months after he retired, he ran headlong into that 2000-2002 market, Mm -hmm. which included the 9-11 terrorist attack and the dot-com bust. Well, he was down 50% before he knew it, and he was stuck in 72T. It was a fiasco from the start. I don't have enough time to tell you all the things this advisor did wrong in this case. But thankfully, Dick is uh, well on his way now and, and doing quite well. Well, so that's that's a good example of why you might want to leave some of your money in a 401k. But now let's take uh, a look at the disadvantages of leaving a 401k with your previous employer. One is there are heavily limited options for investing because most 401k plans have very few investment options within them, especially conservative investment options to protect against a possible big hit. Second is another disadvantage is possible higher fees within the 401k plan versus an IRA. Additionally, there may be only minimal distribution options and limited tax advantages, especially when people pass away. But the main disadvantage is the tendency to forget about your plan. And I can speak, my wife has done this herself. Losing sight of the old plan could cost you money in the future. Plus, you don't have any active management on that money. So these are all disadvantages for leaving your 401k with a former employer. Doug, next one. Okay, so the next possible option you have with your old company plan is uh, when you separate from services, you may be able to roll the assets to the new employer plan okay. if it's available and if those rollovers are permitted. In most circumstances, this is a better option than leaving it with the old plan because at least you'll have the ability to keep your eye on the money. Right. The primary advantages besides having closer oversight are similar to those we just talked about. You like the investment options of the new plan. You got the ERISA protection. So, Bryce, why don't you tell the folks about your wife and your experience there? Yeah, it was. Uh, we'd been together for a few years, and we finally decided to consolidate her account. She had worked at several different uh, hospitals over the years, and she had always, just as a matter of practice, left her 403B or 401Ks where they were. So I finally decided, look, I, I want to consolidate all of these so we can keep an eye on them. It, it took me a full day 
to be able to go to each of these places and find out the balances of the accounts because she wasn't very good about updating her addresses as well. So we had to do all of that on top of it. And uh, it is it is much easier now to be able to track the money. And unfortunately, some of those monies were left in money markets because she had them in conservative investments at certain points. Other ones were left way too aggressive. So um, it, it's, it is much easier to consolidate your accounts where you can keep an eye on them than just leaving them with the old 403B plan or 401k plan. Um, there's just a lot more advantages to it, as we were saying. But uh, we are up against a quick break here. Uh, you're listening to the Wealth Guardians radio show. Folks, download our free report on 401ks right to your mailbox. You can go to thewealthguardians.com and find it on the resources tab. We are up against a quick break, but please stay tuned. We'll be right back in just a few moments. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show, where we help our clients retire the job, but keep the paycheck. And before the break, we were discussing the options involved with 401ks that you might have parked with a previous employer. And along with the advantages and disadvantages, we touched on leaving it in your old employer's plan, rolling it over to your new employer's plan. And now we want to start this segment with another option, Doug, which is to roll the assets into an individual IRA. And this can either be a self-directed IRA or a managed account IRA. Yeah, right you are. And, you know, the advantages here are pretty numerous. Right. You have a world of investment options to choose from, so you can really dial it in and find the best options for your specific situation. And most employer plans don't provide many lower-risk alternatives or guaranteed income options for those of you who are nearing your retirement years. It's either cash or nothing. Yep. Rolling it over to an IRA can gain you access to those types of options, and that's certainly a good advantage. Another good reason to roll that into an IRA is it could be less expensive. Uncommon knowledge is that fees inside of a 401k are usually on the high end. And these fees are usually paid by the employees, not the employers. Very true. Another advantage is that you generally get better investment advice with a traditional IRA, especially if you have a good financial advisor. Another advantage to do a rollover is the ability to consolidate because in some cases a person could have five or six different jobs during their career and would have a 401k from all those companies. Bryce, just like your wife We were just did. talking about my wife exactly. a few minutes ago? That's yeah. her to a T. <laughs> Distribution options are another advantage because you can take advantage of the stretch IRA or inherited IRA inside of your own IRA, which is most cases is not available in a 401k plan. And this is a big advantage that can help control and limit taxes that may be there in the changes in the, in the coming future. But be advised, Congress is going through this thing called the SECURE Act right now. It's in the Senate. And this act, if passed, will eliminate the stretch or inherited IRA. So if you're going to p- pass money on to beneficiaries and you want to put some restrictions on how money is to be inherited... Another big advantage of doing a rollover to a traditional IRA is that you can have an IRA trust with beneficiary options where you can't do that in a 401k. Finally, another advantage that's becoming more popular is that you can convert some or all of your IRA to a Roth IRA. The Roth IRA has tremendous tax advantages. 
And if you're concerned about rising taxes in the future and you want to get that money into a tax-free position, you roll your 401k plan to a traditional IRA and then convert your money to a Roth IRA. So there may be advantages to rolling your 401k plan to an IRA when you retire or separate from service. But there are a few situations where you don't want to do a rollover to a traditional IRA. The main one, and we talked about this in the first segment, is retiring between the ages of 55 and 59 and a half. If you access your money out of the 401k, you don't have to pay that 10% early distribution plan. Now, that's really good to know, Doug. I know that it's very frequently that we talk to a client and they were not aware of that uh, option or those, those circumstances around that. Now, let's move on to the details of the final option for a company-sponsored retirement savings plan once you retire or separate from service is to cash out the plan, plain and simple. Under this option, ordinary income taxes are going to be withheld, and there will be penalties if, if at least you're under the age of 59. So what are the advantages of doing that in this case, Doug? Well, you know, the only advantage to cashing out the plan is if you absolutely have to have the money because you're going to pay taxes as well as that uh, possible penalty uh, if you're under 59 and a half. So be very careful with that option. Now, if you do decide to cash out your plan, then regret the decision shortly after there is a 60-day rule that allows you to put that money back into a traditional IRA within 60 days, and you won't be taxed on the money. But you can only do that once a year. That is a once-a-year, one-time thing, and that was a change with the, the pre- previous tax code. So the problem is you will have to come up with the extra money that was withheld right. for taxes and put that back in as well. Because if you cash it out, the company which you cashed it out from has to withhold taxes. So if you want to put the money back into an IRA, you have to come up with the additional money that was withheld for taxes. So there you have it. For four options with your company-sponsored retirement savings plans once you retire or you separate from service. It's extremely important for you to understand these options and be able to choose the absolute best one for your specific situation. Choosing the wrong one, that can cost you dearly. The decision is made even more difficult when the very people from whom one might seek counsel or help from with this decision sometimes provide misleading, inaccurate, or conflicted advice. You don't say. Unfortunately. There are some uneducated and inexperienced so-called financial advisors, and Bryce, even some crooked ones we know about. Really? Not just in D.C.? <laughs> no, <Okay>. unfortunately not. <laughs> so that's why the government and some other regulatory agencies are getting so deeply involved. Absolutely right, Doug. True words. Now, I want to bring up a study that was released a few years ago by the uh, Government Accountability Office, or the GAO for short. It found that plan participants often receive guidance and advice that favors IRAs when seeking assistance regarding what to do with their 401k savings plans when they separate from their employers. And this guidance is sometimes from people without the proper licenses and education to provide this information, believe it or not. Plus, they are providing this information without all the facts related to the individual specific situation. That is a huge problem. And additionally, participants may also interpret information contained in their plan's educational materials as suggestions when that's not what the information is meant to be. So the GAO also said 
that 401k plan participants separating from their employers may find it difficult to understand and compare all their distribution options because the information provided is either too generic and without detail, which leaves participants without the understanding of the key factors that they need to know for making decisions about their savings or that's too long and technical, leaving participants overwhelmed and confused. And if that wasn't bad enough, the GAO found that the Labor Department's regulations do not ensure that 401k plans provide complete and timely information to participants on all of their distribution options. Yeah, you know, they're trying to crack down on this stuff because these decisions are so important and have such huge consequences. You know, as you mentioned Often information being provided is coming from unlicensed authorities and is incomplete or inaccurate. And frankly, some information out there is geared toward getting people to do something specific that's not in their best interest. But in the best interest of the financial professional, Bryce, we have a new client that uh, I think it was about a year, year and a half ago, uh, had the rollover decision to make. And he went uh, to his credit union and saw an advisor there who immediately put it into a variable annuity. And uh, he wasn't even aware of it. He wasn't even aware of what it was. This advisor apparently asked him no questions whatsoever. Uh, When you sit down with an advisor and have this rollover decision, that advisor needs to ask you a ton of questions and find out what's going on in your life, what your needs, your goals, obligations. I mean, think about it this way. If you woke up one morning and had the worst stomach ache on earth and went to the doctor and the doctor said, okay, hop up on the table. I'm going to take your appendix out. (laughs) Would you do that? Well, that's the same thing that happened to this guy when he went to the credit union advisor. Yeah. And Doug, on that same client, as soon as we were meeting with him and learned that he had just moved over part of his money, we asked him some very, very basic questions that he had no idea. He couldn't answer even the basic questions. Like, how long is your money locked up in this? Or how much of it was, was rolled over? I don't know. I don't know. How, how does somebody, uh, an advisor, not ask these basic questions is beyond me sometimes. Well, I can tell you exactly why. That advisor saw probably a 7% commission dangled in front of him. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, so FINRA and the SEC are also on record regarding the issue. FINRA reminded firms it regulates about their responsibilities when, one, recommending a rollover or transfer of assets to an employer-sponsored retirement plan or to an IRA, and two, marketing IRAs and associated services. FINRA is also providing notice to financial advisors. In its notice, FINRA said an advisor's recommendation to roll over plan assets into an IRA rather than keeping assets in a previous employer's plan or rolling over to a new employer's plan should reflect consideration of various factors based on the individual's needs, circumstances, such as investment options, fees, expenses, services, penalty-free withdrawals, protection from creditors, legal judgment, and required minimum distributions. Bryce, that's just what we said, right? It is exactly what we said. In short, FINRA warned financial professionals against persuading clients to roll over balances from the employee-sponsored retirement plan accounts into IRAs as if the client would receive a greater benefit by leaving the money where it is. Like FINRA, the SEC plans to examine the sales practice of investment advisors targeting retirement age workers to roll over their employer-sponsored 401k plans into these higher-cost investments, including whether advisors are misrepresenting their credentials 
or the benefits and features of IRA plans or other alternatives. They are also examining broker-dealers and investment advisors for possible improper or misleading marketing, advertising, conflicts, suitability, and the use of potential misleading professional designations. Really, these are really important decisions that people have to make here. Now, it is your money you are dealing with and could possibly be the biggest retirement asset you will have. As in point, then, it's extremely important to get the proper help from a qualified and experienced advisor who is a specialist in this area and who has a fiduciary duty. An advisor with a fiduciary duty has to, by law, act in your best interest and put your interest ahead of their own regarding your retirement accounts. An advisor with a fiduciary duty will do the due diligence regarding the client's goals and objectives, their risk tolerance, and time horizons, among many other factors that FINRA and the SEC are worried about. The fiduciary advisor will assess whether they can provide a better service, add more value, better quality, maybe even better tax planning or better investment options, as well as better access to the accounts. So finding a fiduciary advisor is the first thing to do. Next, you want to evaluate the pros and cons of all your options. Remember what your friend or neighbor does with his or her plan has nothing to do with your plan or what is best for you. So get the proper advice for your specific situation. Remember, the key to proper retirement and estate planning today is education and understanding all of your options. Every situation is unique, and that's exactly why we like to sit down with you for a no-cost, no-obligation second opinion and review so we can identify areas where we can offer additional options, more tax efficiency, social security optimization. Let us show you how to retire the job and keep the paycheck. You can reach out to us at 336-391-3409 or visit us online at thewealthguardians.com. Folks, we're out of time today. I want you to have a good rest of the weekend and we will catch up with you here again same time next week. 